Not afraid to tell it like it is. The Scott Thompson Show, weekdays from noon till 3 on AM 900 CHML. Yesterday we were talking to John Hamilton of uh, Canada Post, spokesperson for Canada Post, talking about what could be an appending work stoppage uh, later on, uh, well certainly this weekend if not into next week. To talk about the other side, Mike Palasek is with us, National President of the Canadian Union of Postal Workers and is on the line with us now. Hello Mike, how are you today? Excellent. Good afternoon. Thank you very much for taking the time to join us, Mike. We appreciate this. Uh, I guess the question that Canadians want to know right now, uh, do you know or will there be a postal strike after this weekend? Uh, Certainly not a strike. What we're worried about is the possibility of a lockout. Uh, But at this point, uh, neither side has uh, given their 72 hours notice. So any sort of uh, job action is at least 72 hours away. Uh, What are the issues? Well, uh, there's some major issues. Uh, One of them is that Canada Post has come to the table with uh, massive concessions demanding cuts to uh, benefits, pensions, job security, you name it, at a time when uh, Canada Post is actually doing quite well. They reported a $44 million profit in the first quarter of this year, so they're on track to do far better than their $100 million profit last year, and we simply see no justification for these kind of cuts. Uh, they say that the profits uh, that they've made through parcel delivery do not make up for all the losses that they sustain through lack of mail delivery. Uh, well, I, I think their own numbers uh, out, of, out of their annual reports would, would tell a different story. Uh, Canada Post is a profitable crown corporation. Uh, and if you take a look at, say, uh, we, we understand that letter mail volume is steadily declining as people switch over to electronic communication. But you can also see that Canada Post is quite well situated to adapt to that. And over the last 10 years, the number of letter carriers has dropped by the exact same percentage as the letter mail. Their system in place allows for those fluctuations and allows them to restructure routes in that way. Uh, so that's the reason uh, they've been able to maintain their profitability. Uh, does uh, these cutbacks that you're speaking of, uh, do, do they concern all postal employees, or are these just new hires? Well, there's something for everyone in, in the austerity that they're offering, uh, but certainly a lot of it is directed at uh, new hires, and they're, they're asking us now to sell out our future co-workers and say that people who are hired now won't get the same benefits, won't get the same pension plans as the people working beside them. We don't think that's right. Uh, especially at a time when Canada Post is profitable. Uh, there's no reason for us to accept these sort of cuts for the next generation that comes after us. We want to defend good jobs in communities across this country and provide a public service that can pay for itself. Uh, most small businesses who don't have such sort of pensions are the ones that are going to be hurt the most if there is a labor disruption or whatever you want to call it. Uh, do you think there's much sympathy from them when, you know, you're talking about new hires who haven't even been hired yet and what they're going to get down the road when that's just the reality in the private sector? Well, I think a, a lot of small businesses are dependent on Canada Post, and uh, they're dependent on having a service that they can count on. And uh, But I'm, what I'm saying is, do they have? Do you have their sympathy, do you think, when, in fact, you know, it's, it's those people that are going to be hurt the most, and it's those people that don't have the pensions that you guys are worried about for the next generation of postal workers? Well, we're certainly not going to participate in a race to the bottom. 
I mean, you, the same argument, you could say everybody should be making minimum wage, and when you get to there, we can say, well, well now we have to compete with the sweatshops overseas. Well, no, but uh, you're, talking well, about a well, ser- you're talking about a service that is rapidly declining. So at the end of the day, I mean, how can you keep no, holding that, on that's to something? False. That's absolutely false. Canada Post is not rapidly declining. They say the, the, they, they, say, they say the exact... The profits are growing. Their revenue is growing. Uh, they're not in decline. As people are switching over to letters, they're also are switching over to emails. They're also buying a lot more online. Sending but as they've said, Mike, as they've said, Mike, the increase in two-thirds of the packages that are purchased online are delivered by Canada Post. That's, 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 that's the majority. That's quite a bit. And still, yeah. that does not make up for the declining uh, revenue from from mail delivery. And again, you're you're talking about a service that, that's continually declining, and they say the exact opposite from what you say. So, who are the public to believe? Well, I would I would suggest that the public should look at the numbers, which are audited, and in their annual reports, which tell a different story. But let's be clear here: Canada Post has always operated on a model of cross-subsidization. Every service that Canada Post provides does not necessarily make money. That's the purpose of having a crown corporation. So it's profitable uh, to mail a letter down the street or to another city, but to send that same letter to Nunavut is Mm going to cost a whole lot more. But they can provide that service for the same price because one area of it subsidizes the other. Mm -hmm. And what we're seeing now is growing profits at Canada Post, growing revenues at Canada Post, and there's no justification for the cuts they're putting forward. Hmm. Uh, do you think the public has much sympathy for uh, a labor shortage or work stoppage of some sort? Well, we don't think there should be one. And we've been actually sounding the alarm for several months that Canada Post management is set to provoke a labor dispute in the middle of the review of Canada Post that the federal government is having. We're supposed to be talking with the public right now about the services uh, that they need, uh, about new services that Canada Post could bring on. That's the mandate from the government. And uh, for them to distract from this whole process and taint the whole process by forcing austerity unnecessarily onto the workforce and provoking a labor dispute is absolutely unconscionable. Why would anyone at Canada Post, or the union for that matter, want to disrupt service at Canada Post? Why would either side want to do that when, when lots who experience this sort of labor disruption don't come back? I mean, at one time, you know, if there was a postal strike, it would literally cripple the country. That just simply isn't the case anymore because there's, there's other competition. So, um, you know, why would Canada Post want a labor disruption so they could lose business? I mean, I can't see why, any, uh, why either side would want a labor disruption. Well, I think the previous government had a very different agenda at Canada Post, and it was an agenda of dismantling the service and taking it apart piece by piece. Uh, we see now. Well, let's be uh, honest here. They, wait, wait a sec. Let's be honest here, Mike. They decide- Are you going to let me finish my sentence? Even though there's a new government, uh, Harper's people are still in place running the post office. And so we, we see a conflict uh, that way. Oh, Mike, you honestly think that the new government isn't running Canada Post? Well, they're, Harper, they're, Harper has been gone for months. You honestly think that Harper's government is still running Canada Post? 
not Harper's government, but the people that were appointed by Stephen Harper. People, by the way, that the government... I don't know. I think we've seen... Can I speak now? I think we've seen a lot of liberal policies turned around, or a lot of conservative policies turned around quite rapidly within the first couple of months of this government's mandate. So to sit and say that it's people bleeding over from the last government that are still influencing Canada Post, and this current government is not responsible for this, I think that's a bit of a stretch, don't you, Mike? you're, you're aware that the current government has asked the CEO of Canada Post to resign, and he has refused, right? Okay. Uh, so, Mr. Chopra was appointed by Stephen Harper, and he still seems to be pushing uh, the agenda of cuts and austerity. But wait a second. Now, what the liberals are saying is that they're staying out of this. Now, whether or not uh, you're going to take a politician at his word, that's up to you. But that's what the government is saying for now. But the liberals stopped the dismantling of home mail delivery. So how would they stop that but not stop this? They put a hold on it and sent it to a public review, which we're having now. Okay, but why would they not do that with the situation that we're currently dealing with? I mean, you're making it sound like the Liberals are not involved with what's going on at Canada Post, and they've certainly been involved. They stopped the removal of home mail delivery to the one-third of Canadians that still get it. So that's certainly not my intention, and I would agree with you. It's absolutely the responsibility of the government to do this. And we, we think the minister should be picking up the phone to ensure that there isn't a service disruption. Uh, what do you think the chances are of, uh, of this all resolving itself and in, in both sides being happy? Well, uh, we're staying at the table seven days a week. Our goal is a, a negotiated collective agreement uh, without a labor dispute. Uh, that's been our goal from the outset, and we're willing to talk, we're willing to be flexible, but we're not going to take the sorts of cuts that they're proposing at a time when Canada Post is profitable. Mike, thank you very much for the time and insight. Much appreciated. Thank you.